You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And a fantastic Saturday morning to you, Marlins Nation. Thank you so much for rewinding with us. Days like today are just incredible. What a comeback win for the Marlins. They win 9-6. Steven Strom here. As always, for the recap, here's your radio voice of the Miami Marlins, Kyle Seeloff. Well, they had a 4-0 lead. They blew the whole thing until they scored five times on four hits in the bottom of the seventh inning. Seven of the nine Marlins runs tonight, scoring with two outs. 38 come from behind victories this season. Heroic efforts all the way around, and the Marlins beat the Atlanta Braves by a final score of 9-6 here tonight. Welcome to the 10th inning show with Rod Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. And Rod, before I ask you about some individual performances tonight, in totality, your thoughts on an amazing win for the ball club? Huge win. Uh, at Because of what happened yesterday in Milwaukee, when it looked like they were going to at least split in that series there, they come home, still a half a game back. And to come do it against the best team in baseball, the team that they took a four-run lead against, then they would squander that lead. Braves are leading 6-4, to four, and the Marlins able to come back and win the game. Just about everybody in the lineup did something today. Today was a well-played game, a team win. Just a, an incredible effort here. Marlins had a 4-0 lead. Let me first start by asking you about Luisa Rise's performance. He just said afterwards the first time that his sisters ever got to watch him play in person in the United States, his first career multiple home run game. Your thoughts on a rise this evening? He has a flair for the dramatic. I mean, I was talking to John Mabry before the game today, and I was asking him why didn't a rise hit four balls to the pool field yesterday. He told me a rise comes up, he looks, and he surveys the defense, and then he tries to hit the ball where they're not playing. He was successful one time yesterday, but he flew out on the other three plate appearances. But for him to come up big today with two homers, he set the stage for his ball club. I think you take a look at everything else that transpires tonight. Josh Bell struggled, but Jake Berger gets it going a little bit. He goes two for five. But how about one man in particular as well? Garrett Hampson. He's unassuming. You don't expect much. But, oh, my goodness, has he given you a whole lot lately. He had a massive hit there late in the ball game. It was the RBI double in the seventh. I mean, if it ain't for him in the seventh inning, Marlins might lose this thing. But he's been incredible as well, Ron. Well, he came into the game into left field. He didn't start. Dela Cruz had to leave the game. He later finished the game in right field. He had that big double in the right center field gap to drive in a run. He just comes up big every time Skip Schumacher writes his name in the lineup. Skip Schumacher had a chance to watch. Uh, Hampson a lot when he was in San Diego. Of course, they were in the same division. So he was very fond of Garrett Hampson when he showed up in spring training this year. He knows all about him, and he knows the intangibles that he brings to a ball club. And the one guy that has struggled so much this season, Jacob Stallings, with the bases loaded in a tie game late, he ropes a bases-clearing double down the left field line. He's an unselfish player. He's always thinking about the pitcher first. And if he can ever add anything from an offensive standpoint, uh, he's willing to do so. He was so happy after that double uh, that cleared the bases. That's one of the biggest hits he's had in our uniform. Now let's switch over to the pitching. Johnny Cueto started three runs, four innings, seven hits, no walks, and two strikeouts. Felt like Skip got him out of there at the right time. The Braves are starting to tee him up a little bit. J.T. Shagwa and David Robertson combined to work an inning and two-thirds. They allowed three runs on three hits, a walk, and no strikeouts. But how about the performance turned in by A.J. Puck in this ballgame tonight, inning and a third and three strikeouts to end the sixth and work a perfect seventh? He was a difference maker because had he not done what he did tonight, then the Braves more than likely 
Uh, they were able to score more runs, but he kept the score right where it was at. And then the offense was able to show up, and he pitched one in the third. He didn't walk anybody, and he didn't give up any hits to go along with those three strikeouts. So he was huge tonight. And then lumped together for me, Nardi and Scott, those two dudes are nails. You know, left-handers, both guys should have made the all-star team this year. Both guys having career years. Yep. Nardi out of nowhere is pitching unbelievable baseball. And Tanner Scott, one of the best left-handed closers in the business right now. Appreciate you, dude. That was fun tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow afternoon. You're a blessing, buddy. See you tomorrow. All right, that's Rod Allen. I'm Kyle Seeloff. Let's take a listen to all the highlights from this 9-6 to Marlins victory tonight. The Marlins got this party started facing Bryce Elder in the bottom of the first inning. Leading things off for Miami was Luis Arise. Here's the 1-2 pitch to Arise, and he swings and hits it high and deep. Right field going back. Look it up. She's out of here. It's another leadoff bomb for Luis Arise. And the Marlins lead 1-0 here in the first. That's the fifth consecutive at-bat that Arise has elevated the baseball to the pool field. So Arise got the Marlins off to a nice start here tonight. And then Jake Berger collected a one-out double. And then with two outs, Brian De La Cruz kept things going in the first for Miami. Here's a swing and a line drive. It is in and out of the glove of Albies. In shallow center field. Here comes Berger. That's an RBI single. And the Marlins have a 2-0 lead. That ball was absolutely smoked off the bat of De La Cruz right at Albies. The finishing touches on a three-run four-hit bottom of the first inning for the Marlins that included three extra base hits was Jesus Sanchez. Here's a swing and a line drive. Right center field, the base hit. De La Cruz hits the bag at third. He's going to score. Sanchez has a double. He wants a triple. Here comes the throw. It's not in time. Three-nothing Miami. Three-nothing after one, and they would tack on in the second. Jacob Stallings was at third with two outs, and Jake Berger was at the plate. First pitch to Berger is a line drive into left field. The base hit. That's a big hit for Berger. That ball was walloped. It's 4 nothing Miami. 4 nothing Miami after two full. Cueto goes out for the third. And, well, here come the Atlanta Braves. Leading things off for Atlanta in the third was Michael Harris, the second. Leading things off here at the top of the third, Michael Harris. Here's a line drive, and that is gone. Over the wall in left center field. Michael Harris has gone deep. That is his 17th home run of the season. That just snuck over that wall in left field, that short side wall, or... Uh, that wall right in left field. Boy, that's a homer. And all of a sudden like that, it's 4-1. to one. So Harris homered. Ronald Acuna Jr. followed with a single. And then after Ozzie Albies bounced out to a rise at first, Austin Riley played at the second run of the night for the Braves. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Austin Riley. And he swings and hits a ground ball through the right side. And the base hit. Sanchez is on the baseball. Acuna blows through the stop side. Here comes a throw to the plate. It's not in time. I mean, Acuna just outruns baseballs. That's an RBI single for Austin Riley. Cueto's got to be frustrated. He's making good pitches. Now it's 4-2 to two here in the third. And it would stay that away into the top of the fourth inning tonight. And then it was Ronald Acuna Jr. with Orlando Arce at third who would play the third run of the evening for the Braves. Here is Acuna, and the first pitch is hit high and deep. Right field, Sanchez over into the corner. Did he make the catch? Yes, he did. Tagging from third and scoring is Arcia. It's a sack fly for Acuna, and it's 4-3 to three now. And Cueto's night was over after four innings. He allowed three runs on seven hits. JT Shagwa took over in the fifth. It was 4-3. to three. 
Austin Riley doubled. Matt Olson walked. And then after a lineout by Marcelo Zuna, sent Riley to third. The batter was Eddie Rosario. The pitch is lofted in the air to shallow center field. Here comes Jazzy, makes the catch. Riley's going to tag. Here comes the throw. Towards the plate, a catch, but no tag. And he's safe. So it was 4-4. Four to four. After four and a half, we were halfway home tonight. We were tied. The Marlins had blown a 4 nothing lead. So Shagwa worked the fifth, and he was done going to the sixth. David Robertson took over for Miami in a 4-4 game in the sixth inning. Keep in mind, Bryce Elder went five innings tonight for Atlanta. Four runs, nine hits, no walks, and six strikeouts. David Robertson allowed a leadoff double in the top of the sixth inning to Orlando Arcia. Then there was a one-out walk to Ronald Acuna Jr., there was first and second. There was one out in the sixth inning, and the batter was Ozzy Albies. The 3-2 is a line drive into center field. The base hit. Acuna was off on the pitch. He's headed towards third. He's going to try to score. Here comes a throw in towards the plate. Not in time. From first base, Acuna just scored on a lazy line drive to center field off the bat of Ozzy Albies. It's a two-run single, and the Braves lead 6-4. That kid is incredible. So Arcia and Acuna score on the two-run single from Ozzy Albies. The Atlanta Braves had a 6-4 lead. The Marlins came up empty facing Pierce Johnson in the bottom of the sixth. It was still 6-4 going to the seventh inning. A.J. Puck took over for Robertson in the sixth. He struck out Olsen in the seventh. He struck out two. He worked the perfect seventh. It was 6-4 Atlanta going to the bottom of the seventh inning. Pierce Johnson stayed in the ball game for the Atlanta Braves, and the first man that he faced in the seventh was Luis Arise. 0-2 pitch is cracked high and deep to right field. Acuna's going back. She's gone. Did you? Arise with a homer. Two-homer game. It's a multiple home run performance by Luis Arise tonight, and the Marlins are back to within one at 6-5 here in the seventh. And for Luis Arise, his first career multiple home run game in the big leagues. Johnson stayed out there for the Braves. He got Josh Bell to line out to right field and Jake Berger to ground out to second. And his night was over. Taking over for Atlanta in the bottom of the seventh inning in a 6-5 Atlanta lead with two outs and nobody on in the bottom of the seventh inning was the former Florida Marlin on a flashback Friday, no less, Brad Hand. He allowed a single to Jazz Chisholm Jr., and then Garrett Hampson came to the plate because he had to replace Brian De La Cruz earlier in the ballgame. He's got a bit of an ankle issue. Hampson singled in the fifth, and he came to the plate with two outs and a man on first base with an opportunity to tie it in the bottom of the seventh. The 0-1 is a line drive towards the cap. Right center field! Extra bases for Hampson! Come on, Jazz! Get going! He's going to score! We're tied in Miami! Unbelievable job by Garrett Hampson off the bench tonight. He goes two for two. What a performance by Hampson. That would continue to set the table for Miami in the seventh inning. Yuli Gurriel was the next batter, but the Braves intentionally walked him to get to the switch-hitting rookie second baseman, Xavier Edwards. Brad Hand hit him with a pitch. The bases were loaded for the Marlins. This was a 6-6 game in the bottom of the seventh inning, and the man at the plate was their catcher, Jacob Stallings. Here's the pitch, and that is swung on in line. Down the left field line! Fair ball! Fair ball! Fair ball! The 
Mets gonna clear the bases! A base is loaded! Three run double for Stallings in the bottom of the seventh! The Marlins lead nine to six! Unbelievable five run, four hit. Bottom of the seventh inning for Miami to take a nine to six lead. And then it was time for the big boys in the bullpen. After Puck came in Nardi, he worked around a one-out single in the eighth inning to get Ronald Acuna Jr. to bounce into an inning-ending 6-4-3 double play. Acuna would then subsequently leave in the bottom of the eighth inning. He's got a bit of a calf issue that he's going to have to work with. Maybe he's done for the weekend. Nardi worked the eighth in order. Taking things over for Miami in the ninth was Tanner Scott. He got Ozzie Albies, the leadoff man, to fly out to right. Then he struck out Austin Riley. In the last hole for the Atlanta Braves here tonight, the Marlins trying to beat the Braves for the second time in 11 tries this season. It was Matt Olson. So one and two, the count to Olson. Scott kicks and fires. Ground ball hit. Left side. Backhand slide. Wendell's throw. Ball game over. What a play. What a game. Tanner Scott, his ninth save of the season. Seven of the nine runs for the Marlins score with two outs tonight. They've got 38 comeback wins this season, and the Marlins take care of the Braves in game one by a final score of 9-6. What a win, Ron. Outstanding baseball game. They took a 4 to nothing. Just a terrific victory for the Marlins here tonight in come-from-behind fashion for the 38th time this season. And again, how about the damage done with two outs tonight? Seven of the nine runs scoring with two outs in this ball game tonight. The Marlins were four for 10 with runners in scoring position. The difference, the Braves were two for 13. Totals tonight, Atlanta, six runs, 11 hits, one error, seven men left on base. For Miami, nine runs, 13 hits, no errors, six men left on base. A.J. Puck is the winning pitcher now, six and five this season. Brad Hand, the loser, he's four and two. Tanner Scott, his sixth consecutive save, his ninth in total here in 2023. Total time of game, 2 hours and 55 minutes, 17,692 in attendance here inside the air-conditioned comfort of Lone Depot Park tonight on Flanagan's Night, no less. What a giveaway. Those awesome green cups might be the best giveaway we've done all year. I love it. With the victory tonight, the Miami Marlins are 76-72. and 72. They will continue to keep pace in the National League wildcard race. That will update you on shortly. But at the very worst, they gain no ground, and they will play on tomorrow's Oh, well, they'll play tomorrow on Saturday. Still a half game back of that National League wildcard spot. Again, we'll update that in just a few minutes. And with a loss tonight, the Atlanta Braves are 96-51. and 51. The winner is Puck. The loser is Hand. The save goes to Scott. For the Miami Marlins tonight, they punch out seven. That's it. This Atlanta Braves team is darn tough. Boy, they're good. And that means with seven strikeouts tonight, $175 will be donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. Okay, Kyle, thank you. Let's head down to listen to what Skip Schumacher had to say, get his reaction after the comeback victory over the Braves. Uh, Skip, I just talked to Jacob Stallings out on the field, and he was getting emotional in the post-game interview, just talking about what it meant to him to be able to come through for this team. Do, do games, do wins like this, do they just hit a little bit different, especially knowing everything that's on the line for you guys right now? Yeah, I mean, nothing else, whatever happens this year, I'm just super proud of how these guys go about their business. Um, there's no quit. They fight to the end. Um, you know, when we gave up the lead uh, in the sixth inning, I guess, and it ended up being six to four, um, you know, with a really good back-end bullpen, um, Dela coming out of the game, um, it just didn't they just didn't give up it just felt like you know it's all right it's, it's one inning and we'll come back and um, 
I think uh, I just I don't know. It seems like someone else is coming through every day. Stallings has been on fire lately. Honestly, a extra a lot of extra base hits. Hampson a huge hit. Um, Jazz, you know, two out single kind of starting that inning um, against Hand, who has a really good slider curveball combo. Um, kind of started that whole thing, but you know, Hampson big hit, um, and then obviously Stallings with the big blow. But I mean, Arise is, I mean, it's just crazy. His outs were loud today as well. I mean, a, a roll, a couple rollovers, but um, he he set the tone. I mean, he really did up at, at the top, and um, you know, he's he's just had an incredible year, and um, you know, what an incredible uh, you know pickup he's been. Even though the Braves battled back and, and you ended up having to come back and win this ballgame, how significant was maybe just that first inning as a whole, Cueto getting out of the top of that first and then being able to score early runs against that team? And this lineup is ridiculous. So and there's no breaks. And uh, it, feel, it just feels like there's a three-hole hitter coming up every single time that you know someone comes to the plate. To the plate, uh, but yeah, we got out of some big jams um, that first inning, no doubt. Uh, I got it, got out of a big jam, and um, I guess with Arias setting the tone, Cueto all, uh, also set the tone in the first inning, getting out of that. Um, but we felt like we had to go to the bullpen, you know, pretty early. Um, you know, use our use our bullets and, and see where we were, where we were at. Um, Puck had a great in, a uh, great outing. Um, thought his stuff looked really good. Maybe some of the best stuff he's had all year. Um, Nardi quick inning uh, with the top of the order. Acuna, you never want to see him up ever. Um, and then obviously Scott, you know, has been you know pretty effective <laughs> lately. So, or for six months, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it was a good overall team win for Puck specifically. After I think it was four straight innings, the race were around for him to be able to get out of the sixth and give you the zero in the seventh to be able to. St- yeah. Able to put a stop to that to, before the offense started. Yeah, well, he got a big out first, um, you know, with uh, with Olsen when he came in the game and then have a clean inning. The, the following inning was big. I mean, it's it's not easy getting through that lineup. Um, it doesn't matter what pocket. I mean, it, it, there's a tough pocket no matter where you put in these guys. And, you know, you're preparing for this team and pregame and, you know, for hours today trying to figure out exactly what the matchups are. It, it's not easy. I mean, every time that our guy's going to go in, they're going to face, you know, a really good player. Um, and those guys don't give up either over there. That's why they are where they are. And uh, it's, uh, it's you know, cool to see, you know, the, how they go about their business. But, um, you know, I, I'd like us, you know, coming on top today. You guys, you know, have come back this season. But to come back against a team that's that's been very lopsided against the season, against them just specifically – that aspect. Yeah, and uh, Elder's been tough on us. I mean, he's been really good against us, and uh, to take good at bats against him, um, you know, the, especially the first couple innings, and um, you know, was really important. Um, his ball moves as, as much as anybody's in the league. So for us to get underneath that baseball and not chop it into the ground, and um, you know, there's he he's tough because he moves it all over the place. But yeah, I mean, coming back uh, against a team that um, like that um, just shows you you know kind of the growth of our team and and the belief they have in there that you know they really believe that they can do this thing. And um, and again, just whatever happens, I'm 
I'm uh, super proud of, of the fight that they have. Cueto's outing overall, how would you evaluate team? Like, minim- there was a lot of traffic, it seemed like he was able to minimize, especially against that line. Yeah, he minimized. I thought it was tough tough for him to get through. Um, it's, it's tough on any pitcher to get through that, that lineup. Um, but for him to give us four innings uh, with the bullpen day tomorrow is import- was important. Um, you know, I considered him going out uh, in the fifth inning, but just felt like it was already third time through. Um, and, you know, we had some guys that were semi-fresh. Uh, so just figured, you know, let's, you know, go ahead and give our offense a chance to come back. Um, but I, I, th- I thought it was tough for him because there was traffic and felt like there was high leverage innings almost every inning for him. Um, you know, some some balls that got hit through the hole and, you know, some tough uh, ball that – a couple balls that fell, you know, um, you know on the lines. But um, he competed. I, you know, he didn't walk anybody. He at least attacked – and um, and so you know that's all you can ask for. We want the, our guys to attack and and see what happens and not you know shy away from contact. And he did that. How is Dela Cruz doing? Uh, yeah, he said he felt better. So you know, obviously it's a day to day thing. I think for for right now, and, and we'll see how he feels tomorrow. You mentioned the bullpen game. Are you know who's starting at or yeah, hoeing? Will, yeah, hoeing will start. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I usually, I usually do say that. How how is the yeah, we always check on them tomorrow. Um, you know, look at it. We you know after tonight and see how many days in a row and how many pitches and stots. I don't know where I'd be without Stott and Beef in that group, and Stott always gives me a heads up on what they look like in their catch play the next day. Um, if some guy needs a day, you know, I'll find out. They're on an adrenaline rush right now, so everyone says they can go today. Then tomorrow they feel it a little bit more. Um, so we'll, we'll talk to them tomorrow and see where they're all at. I mean, they all want to throw right now, um, but we also have to be cognizant of, you know, where, they at in this, uh, where they're at in their season. Uh, Skip, can you uh, touch on uh, controlling your own destiny, especially uh, getting a win like this uh, tonight, setting the tone for the series? Yeah, again, we, we're not trying to um, you know, scoreboard watch too much. I know it does happen, but during the game, you're trying to win that game, and then you go home and you find out what's going on in the standings. Um, it doesn't mean anything unless we win, though. We have to win games. We can't lose every one and expect to get in the playoffs. So the most important part of the day is to win today and then you go home and watch MLB tonight or sports center and you figure out you know who won that night and then that's where it is uh at, you know this time of year and you know we're super blessed and lucky to be here and get to go home and watch that that means we're in it um and that's how it's just so cool for me you know being a young rookie manager being in this position uh just trying to fight and, and those guys are um are, are doing an excellent job Johnny Cueto went four innings, gave up seven hits, three runs. He really battled in this one. Let's hear what Johnny had to say, translated by Louis Durante. Johnny Skip felt like you really battled tonight, able to limit the damage in certain situations. How would you assess this outing for yourself? Yes, Skip commented that you were fighting out there, despite some difficulties there, you were still maintaining the game closed. It was a summary of what was your exit. No, no, eh, batallé, entiende. Traté de hacer lo mejor para mi equipo, para el 100%. Yeah, I battled out there. I tried to do my best uh, for the team and, and give it my 100%. Porque me estoy, junta- me estoy enfrentando con un line bien bueno, un line que es el mejor de la liga, de la nacional y de la americana. Yeah, because uh, I was facing a lineup that is, is the best in the league. In the American League and National League, it's just simply the best. Despite that, was there a bit of frustration because there was a few balls that fell through or found holes? Like, it wasn't hard contact early on? Sí, a pesar de eso, eh, de, de la dificultad de ese line, no, no, no sentí un poquito de frustración. A veces algunos batazos caían, eh, o sea, en un pequeño 
blooper que caía en, en eso. Bueno, eso es parte del juego, tú me entiendes. Uno trata de hacerlo más que uno pueda, pero si no te sale bien, uno no puede hacer nada contra eso, ¿entiendes? Yeah, it is part of the game, you know, you try to avoid that situation, but once it happens, nothing you can do, it is part of it. A lot of traffic, but to be able to minimize the damage, how important was that, especially in that third inning? Sí, la cantidad de tráfico, hubo bastante tráfico en las bases, pero minimizaste lo que fue la, las carreras, eh, sobre todo en ese tercer inning, la importancia de Bueno, eso. fue la importancia, como él, tú dices, o como él dice, Traté de, de parar, pararlo ahí, pero nada, gracias a Dios que todo salió bien y ganamos y me siento contento porque ganamos. Yeah, you know, minimizing that part, that was the most important part. Uh, it wasn't easy, uh, but the uh, most important part as well is that we won the game and that's why I'm happy right now. You mentioned this being one of the best lineups in baseball, if not the best lineup. What is the, the biggest challenge overall that they do present? Sí, no, comentaste que este es uno de los mejores line si no del béisbol, sino tal vez uno de, de, de toda la liga, ¿no? Eh, eh, ¿Qué es la, lo difícil de picharle a un año como este? No, no, esto es pelota, entiende. Uno tiene que enfrentarse a bateadores como ellos. Uno no puede bajar la actitud porque ellos son mejores. Yo también me voy a dar mi, mi mérito, que yo también soy mejor y voy a tratar de sacarle agua. Yeah, uh, uh, this is baseball, right? You know, you gotta try your best. Uh, you gotta also put yourself up there and say, you know, you're, you're great. Uh, player as well, a major league player, so um, you got to get those outs and, and, and work hard against the lineup like that. Jacob Stallings plated um, the big bases clearing double that gave the Marlins a 9-6 lead. Let's get Jacob's reaction after the game. Yeah. So Jacob, just take us through seventh inning at bat and just sense of euphoria or whatever it may have been once you saw a drop and saw everybody come in. Yeah, I mean... Um, Just going into the bat, I mean, obviously, just kind of surprised that the X got hit, and you know, I, I walked up to the box and I didn't even realize that he hadn't run to first yet. He was like still right there, so I was like, had to check on him there. Uh, but no, I mean, just, I just kind of had a feeling um, I was gonna get it done, and um, it's kind of funny. I, I looked at the le where the left fielder was, pitch before the hit. I don't know why. I just looked out there and. Um, just felt like I was going to get it done and um, so it's just really cool to come through for the guys and um, obviously huge game for us at bats before me Louie Jazz Hampson I mean all the Yuli getting intentionally walked X getting hit I mean just just big at bats by everybody so um, just a lot of fun Um, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, you know, it's, in Pittsburgh, it's kind of just what I did. I just got big hits and kind of just knew I was going to get big hits. And when you get big hits, you have more confidence in those situations. So um, I've been more confident in those situations lately and um, luckily able to come through. And um, But, you know, I think confidence comes with good results a lot of times. So... Uh, just coming through obviously helps. How big of a win was this too? Not only just obviously where you guys are in the standings, but to come back against a team like the Braves who had your guys' number all year to be able to set to be able to take the series opener the way you guys did tonight. Huge. I mean, for all the reasons you just said, um, you know, we go up 4-0 and it's just like, you know, it feels really good. Like, all right, here we go. And then, you know, we were quiet there for a while and 
their offense, you know, obviously is historically good. And um, so they come back and take the lead. And it's just kind of like, no, here we go again. But, you know, it's like, man, like you just know you're up against a really good team. And um, like I said earlier, just Louie, huge, two huge home runs. But, you know, get that get that inning going was just huge to kind of give us some life. And then, um, you know, everybody kind of followed suit. So it was uh, – it was, it was a great team win. All right, we're right back at it. It's going to be a 4-10 first pitch, which means I've got Marlins on deck at 340. Brian Hoeing will be your opener for Miami in game two of this three-game set between the Marlins and the Braves. We hope you can join us, but if you can't, come to Lone Depot Park. What an electric atmosphere it was. This place was rocking. Come be a part of it. The Marlins are pushing towards the playoffs. Thank you, as always, for listening on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation.